guys. Welcome back to XMI Podcast. Hey guys, it's Paul. And it's Katie. So today we are going to, we took some personality tests and we're going to talk about our personalities. Katie and I are pretty similar. If you met us in person, we're like the same person. <laughs> but we're going to talk about our differences today and then hopefully you guys can relate to that. But before we get into that, remember you're, that you're checking out our Instagram at at XY Podcast, and we're available on every platform, almost, I guess every platform. <coughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, we're available on pretty much every platform you can choose from, so if you're listening to this, you already know what you're listening on, so congrats. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Why do we tell that every time? By the way, you can listen to us on, <laughs> and then they're like already listening to us. So, before we get into it, let's do a segment. Let's do a new segment. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, guys. We have so many segments. Sorry, guys. And we love segments. <laughs> segment happy. Yeah, so we have a new segment called Ups and Downs. Um, so it's basically one good thing that happened to us in the week and one bad thing that happened. So kind of like your classic like rose and thorn, like icebreaker situation. So yeah. go ahead, Paul. Um, so my up is that this past week I started a new position at uh after school at the elementary schools in my town and I get to see my campers that I had over the summer and I just love working with kids and that's a good time. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, it's they were all like, Why are you here? And I'm like, I need money. <laughs> They're like Shouldn't um, are you too old to So that's this? something bright that came this week, which was nice. I get money and I get to see children and have fun. And you're, like, kind of a supervisor, so you don't have to, like, yeah. really... <laughs> to, it's not yeah. camp all over again. Which is great. <laughs> um, and then I guess my down is... this. It wasn't this week, but it was last week. My car broke down, and I was really upset about that. I had to replace the starter in my car. And it was $600, so I'm glad I got my new job, because oh. that was $600 I did not have. Did your car, like, not turn on, or, like... Yeah, it was the starter. So it was just yeah. like, I probably should have, yeah. <laughs> I could have connected that, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> so I wanted to just clarify. What were yours? I'm sorry about that, by the way. Um, So my up is that my boyfriend is coming home this weekend, which means that I don't have to travel, which, like, my schedule is so crazy that I'm pretty much in a different state every day. Like, I go to New York for my internship. I go to, I'm in Connecticut because I live here and because I go to school here. And then on the weekends, I usually go to Rhode Island to see my boyfriend who goes to school there. So he's coming home because we have to go to a family event for him on Sunday. So I'm very happy to like, just Just be local. Just be local. Sunday, we do have to go to White Plains, but that's not that bad. And then also this morning, I had breakfast with Paul and our friend (laughs) Jaina from camp. So. Up. That was spending more time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. It was fun. We got pancakes. It was nice. Yeah, um, it was nice catching up. It was. It was really good. Um, and then my down was that I did really bad on a quiz in one of my classes, so that like really sucks. But we'll get them next time. We'll bounce back. We'll get them next C's time. get degrees. It's okay. I literally it was worse than a C. In which case, you're not gonna get a degree. <laughs> 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 No comment. Face is that? Oh, it's fine. It's just one quiz. It's only worth like five percent. <laughs> just it'll be That's okay. Good. It'll be okay. Right. Um, and then we have our shower thought segment. Oh yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. that was the ups and downs. Let us know what you like. What your ups and downs were for that week. 
But moving into shower thoughts. <laughs> Paul wants us to spell it T H O T S, but I'm like, no matter which way you say it, it just sounds the same. So to us and to people in this episode, y'all understand that it's thoughts and not like... thoughts, as in that hoe over there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your shower thought? Okay. Now that iPods are gone, calling a show a podcast is the audio version of making the roll down the window motion in a modern car. You know, like when someone wants you to roll your window down, they like put their arm in like a circle. Well, we we don't do that anymore because we have power windows. Yeah. So do people not even know what that means? How do people understand that nowadays? It's just like one of those common things. It's like the choking symbol. Yeah. Universal symbol. (laughs) But so, like, in the same light, it's, like, well, there's no iPods anymore. So, like, a podcast. Well, what is pods? What is that even? What is I have no mean? idea. I have no idea. What, what is a podcast, guys? Let us know. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was kind of interesting. A little bit of a shower. Nice. Shower <laughs> Nice. Mine that I found was, for the amount of representation they have in TV and movies, I've never heard an elevator play music. Or if it does play music, it's not, like, quote-unquote elevator music. Yeah. I'm trying to... <laughs> I feel like elevator music is more, like, on-hold music. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Like, well, at least in the recent elevators I've been in, none of that music. <laughs> yeah, I've never been in... Yeah. That's... It's, it's never bumping in the elevator. No, that music. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely... Yeah. No. But when you, like, are on hold with, like, customer service, it is elevator music. Yeah, it's awful. So we should just switch the name to on hold music. Yep. Petition to do that. Yes. Okay. So, let's get into it. So, like Paul mentioned in the beginning, this week's episode is about personalities and personality tests. I personally love taking personality tests. I think it's so fun. So, we took four, um, and then we didn't tell each other our results um, we, I think we know, like, we a few of them already, them. but, um, and then we're just going to talk about what the results mean and, um, what we liked and didn't like about the test. So I guess we could just do a little rundown of what each test was. Yeah. Um, so the first test, actually, I don't even know if we put them in order of our results, but okay. One of the tests was the four tendencies test, which I hadn't heard about until I listened to a podcast episode on it from self-helpless podcast. And basically, the four tendencies describes how we respond to expectations. Those expectations being from others, like work deadlines or like someone asking you to do like them a favor or something. Um, and then inner expectations like with yourself. So like working out three times a week or um, you know, eating healthy, yeah. keeping a New Year's re- resolution. So... Um, if you want to take that quiz, it is quiz.gretchenrubin.com, or you can just search the Four Tendencies quiz. We'll probably put the links in the description. Yeah, we can do that. Um, so another one we took was the Type A, Type B personality test. So Type A is someone that's like coronary prone behavior pattern. So it's like hardworking individuals, competitive overachievers sometimes the stereotype is that they're like super anal and like have to get everything done um and then type b is like laid back never in a rush like messy person like that kind of thing so we took that quiz and that one's available at psych.uncc.edu and then we'll 
link the rest of it in the yeah, so that one's interesting. I didn't know until I, like, was putting together our notes um, that it's related to, like, physical health and disease. I didn't know that, yeah. So, like, type A people are more likely to have heart attacks, apparently. Good. But, like, I think, like, really high type A people. So, um, yeah, that's really interesting. So, yeah, because they're so, like, uptight. It's, like, uptight versus, like, Yeah, and because they, relaxed. like, are prone to being workaholics and stuff like that. So, yeah, overworked. Um yeah, so the next one we took was the Myers-Briggs test, which is a very, I think, famous, I think one of the most famous personality tests. Um, we used 16personalities.com, which is, like, a really simplified version of uh, the Myers-Briggs, but it's so interesting and so, like, easy to understand and read. Um, so with Myers-Briggs, there's 16 different personality types, hence the name of the website. Um, and it's based on eight criterion, and in uh, within those, oh, sorry, actually, no. It's based on eight criterion, and then there's five personality aspects that it looks at. And then the different types are built on, like, different versions of these personality aspects. So it deals with the mind, energy, nature, tactics, and identity. And then within those, there's, like, two Yeah, we'll talk aspects. about them when we get to those. Yeah. Well, do you want me to just run through them now? Sure. <laughs> okay, so with mind, it's introverted versus extroverted. So you're either an I or an E. Yeah, energy is observant or intuitive. So I think it's... This is an S and a T. Or a, it's an S N. And, yeah, S N and, and an N. N. Yeah. Nature is thinking versus feeling. So T, is T versus F. F, yeah. Um, and then tactics is judging versus prospecting. So it's J and then I... I think it's... Is it a P? Yeah, I think it is. I think yeah, it might it be a P. P. And then identity, <laughs> assertive versus turbulent. And that's like the dash at the end, I think. Yeah. So it's either dash A or dash T. Mine's dash T. Yeah, so that one's really interesting. Um, and then the last one we took, I don't even know how to say it. How do you say it? Enneagram? Enneagram. I think. I might be wrong. Um, is the way of categorizing the human psyche into nine different personality types. Um, so it uses numbers to re- represent those different types. And again, we'll go into that. A little bit more once we get to it and that was available at, at eclecticenergies.com yeah okay so wanna do you want to start sure should we just start with the four tendencies since that's what we talked about yeah i probably should okay. have ordered this better that's okay um yeah we have our outlines in front of us um so the four tendencies i am a questioner which, like, I don't know how necessarily you're graded on this, but you answered, I don't remember how many questions it was, but you answer questions and then you're either four different types of people. Yeah, there's the obliger, the questioner, the rebel, and the upholder. So. Yeah. So I was the questioner, which means I resist outer expectations and meet inner expectations. Yeah. So, like... So, it's easy for you to keep up with something for yourself, but when others ask you to do something, right. it's different, yeah. Um, other characteristics is motivated by reason, logic, and fairness. They resist doing anything that lacks purpose. I hate, like, just doing stuff I, that's, like, <laughs> trivial. Um, and then asking questions in a constructive way. But that can sometimes prohibit me because I ask a lot of questions and, make and like, at, like this is part of a different personality, too, but... I ask a lot of questions and people get annoyed with that. I can't make decisions unless I have my questions answered. I feel like this is so you. Like, because I knew, like, a little bit about each of these going in just because I listened to a whole podcast on it. And, like, questioners, so you. Like, I feel like if anyone ever asks you to do something, you're like, okay, but why? And you, like, want to make sure it, like, 
Well, yeah, I don't it's, just do stuff to do stuff. Come on. Yeah, not that you're, like, an asshole. Like, <laughs> you're a helpful guy, but, like, yeah, so that's very interesting. So, from, do you want me to get into yeah. mine? Okay, so I got Obliger, which, let me just, because I have my own separate notes. Okay, so the Obliger is summed up by the phrase, I do what I have to do. I don't want to let others down, but I may let myself down. Oof. So you, yeah, so you meet the outer more than the Yes, inner. so I meet outer expectations, but struggle to meet inner expectations. So we're opposite in that regard. Yes, so. Because it's like, because I looked at the graph, so it's like four circles. And yeah. All across from each other, so we're. Across, like we don't share any, yeah. So I'm motivated by external accountability. I excel, excel at meeting external demands and deadlines and go to great lengths to meet my responsibilities. So I'm a terrific colleague, leader, family member, and friend. So that's cool. Um, others rely on me, but because I resist my inner expectations, it can be difficult um, for me to meet my aims for myself in the absence of external accountability. So like New Year's resolutions, not my cup of tea unless someone is really like holding me accountable. Right. Um, and Which you need that sometimes, which I think. You I do. Even, I even think that like you need someone to be like, hey, how are you doing with this yeah so this like i really resonated with this because i feel like i am very much a people pleaser very much like i feel like i'm always doing stuff to make other people happy and i get really stressed out if i'm like choosing between like who i have to keep happy and if i'm trying to keep everyone happy and then i like let myself down like i i have to force myself to like learn how to say no to people and like that kind of stuff so i really resonated with this um and it, it actually says weight of outer expectations can make ob- obligers susceptible to burnout because they often have trouble setting limits or telling people no, which is literally me because I feel like every like four, four to five weeks, I like hit a point where I'm like, oh my God, I am canceling all of my plans. I am burnt out, which I guess there's a point that you can reach called obliger rebellion, <laughs> which is a striking pattern in which we abruptly refuse to meet an expectation. So it may take a form that's small and symbolic, like deliberately being late to work. Probably in my case, it would be like deliberately skipping my classes or something. Um, it, or it may be dramatic and far-reaching, like abruptly quitting a job, getting a divorce, or ending a long <laughs> friendship. Okay, I've never done that. I better watch out. You might just talk <laughs> off one day. I hope my boyfriend doesn't listen to this. Gonna be like, wow, okay. Um, but just don't ask too much of me, that's all. Um, also may find it difficult to form a habit because we often undertake habits for our own benefit without others' oversight. So, like, even if it was someone being like, hey, make sure you do this, for me, unless it's like if I don't do it and it hurts someone, that's when I will be like, okay, I have to do it. But if it doesn't have any effect on anyone else, right? Like, if you mow the lawn, like, it doesn't matter. Unless, like, it's gonna, my dad's gonna be sad because, like, (laughs) it's his lawn. I don't know. So, so yeah. So, if it's, like, I need to exercise more and my mom, I'm, like, mom, tell me to exercise. Okay, yeah, that's great, but I don't think it really helps because, like, it doesn't matter to her whether or not I exercise. Got it. I guess she doesn't want me to die, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So, really interesting. So, the difference between these two, I guess, is, like, being selfless and selfish. Like, you would be selfless, and I would be selfish. But I don't know that yours way. is necessarily selfish, because I feel, isn't that more the uphold? I forget. Oh, yeah, where it's just just inner, I guess. Yeah, I so, but for you, it's, I mean, it's kind, it's kind of selfish, but it's more like you just want to make sure it has a purpose. Right. 
I think it's important to be selfish sometimes anyways because you have to keep yourself in check. Well, true, and that's what this is saying for mine, the, the obliger, like, you need to, like, learn how to say no sometimes because right. otherwise you're going to burn out and then divorce <laughs> people. Um, um, I feel like this is such a cool one to, like, know how you deal with um, expectations. I think that I've never really thought about that, and I think it's really interesting, especially with uh, working with other people, like, or, like, in relationships and stuff to know, like, what your partner or your colleague like, what their tendency is, so you can, like, work together. And I know certain, like, tendencies work better with others, so. I mean, maybe that's why we get along. Maybe, but I don't know that the obliger <laughs> and the questioner are the ones that work together. I didn't look that up. <laughs> well, whatever. We're just gonna go with it. The, the, like, quotes that stood out to me were, I do what I think is best according to my judgment. If it doesn't make sense, I won't do it, which is so relatable. That's so you. <laughs> I, like, you have to give me a reason to do something. I'm not just gonna do it. and then arguments such as everyone has to do this you said you do this or because i say so or i'm the doctor is not compelling which is again true like come on back give me some evidence you were definitely that kid that like your mom's like i said so and you're like but why (laughs) i don't think i was like defiant well that's the that's the rebel i just like being educated yeah you want to have purpose in what you do and that's fair so i'm I wouldn't say I'm the friend that constantly Googles the answer in an argument, but I often will do it myself later to better my understanding. Yeah, that's completely <laughs> fair. Okay. So that's the, what? Four, four, tenden- four, four tendencies. tendencies. Yes. Um, next. Next is type A, type B. Um Sorry, I messed up my notes now. Yeah, I don't know where my notes are, but that's fine. I know... Oh, I found it. I know I got type A, and it's on some sort of... I don't know what the max scale is. But I like, want to say it was like three ninety nine or something um, like weird like that. And I'm a low type A because I got a $1.99. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, and I got higher than you, and I feel like that's so... <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. I'm so confused by that. Like, Katie really. But I, but I look... So 13... I don't know how, like, significant oh, that is. Yeah, in my mind, I was thinking 212 <laughs> was way higher than 199. I am not a math person. Or accounting person, I guess. Um, Anyway, but, but yeah, but I... It, like, didn't make sense to me. I didn't expect to be type A, but then I, like, looked at the type B, and I was like, I'm not type B. Like, I'm not... Well, I've also heard that type A, type B is, like, so, like, old school. It is, yeah. It's, like, so binary that it doesn't even count for anything Well, they did include, like, a type D and a type C, (laughs) I think, but I didn't, like, look into that. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, we both got type A, so I have notes on type A. If I can just find them, give me... Oh, yeah, so we tend to be very competitive and self-critical, Easily wound up and tend to overreact. Um, experience a constant sense of urgency. Um, type A people seem to be in a constant struggle against the clock. That's like me. I'm always like, there's not enough time in the day. Like, it like, ugh, it freaks me out. Um, often they quickly become impatient with delays and unproductive time. Schedule commitments too tightly and try to do more than one thing at a time, such as reading while eating or watching television. That, like, really spoke to me. That's yeah, when I was like, all right. And, yeah, and when it said... um. Uh, with delays and unproductive time, I, like, thought about you during camp. Like, just, like, if something was just not, like, benefiting anyone, you're just like, all right, just, like, we're gonna do <laughs> something else. Down. Yeah, shut it down, shut it down. Well, I think 
what you just like described is like also very like in tune with the four tendencies about the mm-hmm. questioner. Like I want things to have a purpose and like mm-hmm. be like motivated and go like do that thing mm-hmm. for that reason. Yeah, and I think for me the type A kind of aligns with like my anxiety. Like I just like I just I can't be like laid back and like. I don't yeah. know. I don't understand people that are like, eh, it'll happen. It'll work. I can't do that. Or and, like, and I'm like very like I one of the biggest things in my life is like being punctual. I hate being fun. late more than anything. I would rather Katie be always gets mad at me if I'm like two minutes oh late. Oh my god. And I could relax. I would I would rather be like a half hour early than a minute late. See, like, I don't because I I could use that half an hour doing something. So I'll be five minutes early. Well, like, yeah. I'll still be on time, no, whatever. No, no. I would shoot for that, of course. <laughs> but, like, I wouldn't, if I, like, accidentally get there, like, 20 minutes early, I'm like, okay, well. Maybe that's what a true type A does. Yeah. Um, and then apparently we tend to be easily aroused to anger or hostility, which they may or may not express overtly. Are you easily angered? I get, e- like, I get frustrated easily. And, like. I think I bottle mine. Like, I have a temper, and if I'm mad, I'll, like express that temper yeah but not typically i don't get like outwardly angry but like i feel like i do get like angry though like but like inside i'm like oh like i'm constantly or, being or like, like i get angry because i'm like not using my time wise- wisely type or so like that i'm makes not sense. i'm not getting the information that i want again with the questioner thing like yeah that's when i'll get frustrated and be like just answer the damn question <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So that that <laughs> makes sense for us. Um, yeah. You guys are gonna hate us after this. <laughs> like, Who are these people? <laughs> We're just the worst, is essentially what it is. Okay. So next is. Wait. Can we talk about the Meyer breaks at the end? Because I think that's the most extensive. That's one. the best one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So the Enneagram test. Go ahead. Um. So again, it's. What, is it seven different personalities or something? Nine. So nine. you could be a one through a nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, okay. So I am most likely a three, which is the achiever, and I got a 10.7 out of, for my score. I don't really know I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> but the achiever is needed to be validated, to feel worth it, wants to be admired, self, like, quote, unquote, self-made. So they find something in which they can excel and then, like, like do it. So like, like starting a, a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, being an entrepreneur or something, like, like being self-made or, like, coming from rags to riches. I, like, I think that's a good yeah. example. Self-confident, extroverted, lots of energy. I do have a lot of energy. You do. <laughs> um, and that's not just because of coffee. Um, uh, what I, like, the week. <laughs> I'm I just speak? laughing at this one. Um... So weaknesses are sec- like secretly afraid of becoming losers. That's which what is I was laughing so at. So <laughs> true. Like I would hate to be a loser. That's like a always a thought in the back of my mind. Like I need, I want to succeed. I need that for myself. Um, another weakness is finding interesting difficult. We don't have to divulge into that one <laughs> a lot. Um, and then we embody the image of success promoted by society, which I thought is really interesting because yeah. I studied media. And, like, we've talked about how, like, society always, like, looks to the media to, Mm -hmm. like, form their views and perfect images and whatever. Yeah. So, I think that's very true to me. Like, I'll see something or someone 
that is really successful or like really good looking or whatever and I'll like I don't like I don't want to say idolize but like try to be that yeah you aspire to have that yeah. right, that type of success because success is different for different people but right. the one specifically the, that the media puts forward as success which is usually like celebrity or right. you know blah, 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 so interesting um so that was my top one what was your top one Mine was type four, which was the individualist. So we are identity seekers. Um, We like to feel unique and different, and we tend to build our identities around our perception of ourselves as being somehow different or unique, which I find, like, really interesting. And when we get into the Myers-Briggs, it really, really aligns with my Myers-Briggs, which is actually really crazy. Um, I always feel like I'm just different and, like, not, like, in, like, a bad way. Um, But I just feel... I feel like I don't meet a lot of people that remind me of myself. I don't see myself in a lot of people. And that's a blessing and a curse. But there are things that I like. So you I think like. you're like, is it I the think same I'm the thing? shit, basically. No, so, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> is, it the, is it the same thing as like being like so like unique? Like, are you, are you a hipster? No. Like, are, you, are you like, I'm so different. Nobody can get on my level. No, no, no. It's not like a pompous <laughs> thing. It's not like that. It's more just like, well, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this test is speaking about it in that way, but personally for me, I just feel that I don't necessarily maybe relate to people as that often, and I don't think like I just don't see people that are like me often. The way I think, the way I what the things I do, the things I'm interested in, um, my experiences, my worldviews. I just haven't really found anyone that I'm like, wow, we are like literally so person, similar. Right. Like you and I are similar, but. But there's still, like, obviously no, differences. No, because I, I get what you're saying, because I, I think, like, I can see myself, like, I get along with, like, a bunch of different people, because, yeah. like, I feel we're similar and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand. Yeah, and I, like, yeah, so, interesting. Um, Self-consciously individualistic. So we tend to see our differences from others as being both a gift and a curse. Oh, I literally just said that, and I didn't even realize that it was next <laughs> on the list. Um, A gift because it sets them apart from those they perceive as being somehow common. So I guess that's the pompous part. <laughs> I personally don't feel that as much because I'm a pretty humble person, I like to think. Um, and then a curse. Oh, <laughs> right there. <laughs> pompous about being humble. That's like just like an endless like tunnel. I don't know how you pull yourself out of that one. Um, and then a curse as it so often seems to separate them from the simpler forms of happiness so that others that others so readily seem to enjoy which i don't really understand that one because i don't like i feel like happiness is happy i don't know that one just doesn't it said it's a curse because it so often seems to separate them from the simpler forms of happiness that others so readily seem to enjoy so i guess it's trying to say like commoner things don't make me happy like the things that like regular people find like happiness in don't but that doesn't really apply but to I, me. Right, because I think you, like, really value, like, eating dinner with your family. Or, yeah. Like, that's just, like, a small little happy moment. Or, like, just, like, Yeah, like, I think, honestly, simple things make whatever. me happier right. than, like, extravagant things. So I don't understand that. But, like, for me, what I would say the curse is that I don't often relate to, like, people, like, as generally as, like, other people do. So it's harder for me to, like, Katie make connections. Katie is not hashtag relatable. Hashtag not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, so, like, making friends and stuff, like, I feel like it's harder for me to connect with people because I just don't necessarily find, like, similarities as easily. Um, Oh, and then they manage to feel superior to others while also secretly harboring some degree of longing and envy. (laughs) 
feeling of being a member of the true aristocracy. <laughs> okay, I don't agree with any of that, like, at all. Um, but apparently... Whoever wrote this description was one of these true. people. <laughs> true. This is bias. <laughs> um, but this is interesting because the feeling of being a member of the true aristocracy alternates with deep feelings of shame, fears, and fears of somehow being deeply flawed or defective. Which is like, yes, for me, like, sometimes I feel like, wow, I'm so great. This is awesome. I, I'm just, I'm great. And then it alternates with being like, I just, yeah, I suck. I suck. And, um... And that I'm so different and unique and it's, but it's a bad thing. Um, and that's also, I found kind of interesting, um, because it's very two-sided and I'm a Gemini and that those are the twins signs. So with Gemini's, they say like, it's like two people. I'm almost like being like two people. Um, so yeah, I thought that was kind Wait, of interesting. this side note, what are Gemini twins like? Like, if you're a twin, oh, four that people. Is a, that is a four people. I need to know what that's like. Please let us know. I've never met Gemini twins. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> so the individualist is emotionally complex and highly sensitive. True. Um, long to be understood and appreciated for their authentic selves, but easily feel misunderstood and appreciated. Unappreciated. I feel like that is the best part of, like, that best describes the blessing and a curse thing. Like, I, like, I want to be, I want to be understood and appreciated, but I often feel like I'm not understood by people somewhat moody yeah i'm moody <laughs> um and then this one okay this is my last one that we have to talk about but um this one was really interesting it says aesthetically sensitive and concerned concerned with self-expression and self-revelation whether it be in the clothes they wear or in the overall nature of their often idiosyncratic lifestyles I just, like, that was just really interesting to me. Like... You're big into aesthetics? I am. And I really am. So, um, yeah. That's really... And and interested in, like, self-revelation. I love personality tests. <laughs> so, yeah. It's interesting. To go back to like, what you said about friends and, like, it, you find it hard to be make, make friends because you don't find similarities. Mm-hmm. I, I also have trouble making friends because... Mm-hmm. I feel I'm not similar enough to them. Like, I mm-hmm. see that we're, like, alike, but I'm like, oh, there's probably one thing that we don't agree on, and yeah. it's just, it'll ruin everything, and never mind. Interesting. So that's also, like, an obstacle for me. So I, I think I understand that a little bit, too. Very interesting. Okay, I didn't, like, talk about my other two. Um, oh, I had my other top one because it was so close to the other one. You can talk so, about it. My top one was the achiever, and then my next one was the enthusiast. So I think you can probably attest to this for me. But, like, pleasure seekers and planners in search of distraction, they want their lives to be exciting. They're creative, open-minded. They're good at networking. Um, so I thought all of that, like, I'm very into, like, adventure and wanderlust. And, Wait. Like, I know that's so cliche. But... So can we just talk about that first one? So pleasure seekers and planners in search of distraction. What does that, like, mean? So you want, like, you want to, like, go on adventures to avoid, like, doing real work or so something. So are you planning, like, you're planning adventures and that is, like, that, like, how it... I think you're using that kind of, like, fun things to distract yourself from, like, other inner or outer responsibilities. Gotcha. Um, which is true. Like, I'll just, like, go on a road trip to avoid doing homework or something. (laughs) That's good. I would rather do that. Um, and then one quote that I found was, their tendency to believe that something better awaits them makes them reluctant to narrow down their options or to pursue 
their aims with true devotion. So I constantly, like me searching for jobs now, I always say that I could find, like I see myself in any sort of position. Like I, yes, I have certain interests, but I could do this or this or with my degree, I have all these avenues that I can take. And it's like so hard to narrow down those options because I like, I want to find the end result of all of them. Yeah. Um, Which goes back to like the other personality of like wanting to like know what's ahead. Um, Yeah. So... I thought that was very interesting, and plus I'm enthusiastic and very energetic. You definitely are. I'm Um, not kidding, like, at camp, he would just, like, be like, I'm gonna just run, I'm gonna just sprint, and I'd be like, it's, like, three o'clock and we're exhausted. See, that would also be a distraction, because, like, we would all be, like, going into snack, I'm like, guys, we're gonna sprint, 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 (laughs) yeah, that's true. Um, so that was my other one, and then just, I wrote my top three personalities, so my other one was the reformer who are perfectionists, responsible, and fixated on improvement. That's so Which, you. Which, again, is true. These are these really sum me up really well. I didn't, like, look into mine, but I was also a six and a three, and I didn't look into what those mean because... Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't, yeah. Well, the three is mine, the achiever. Oh, yeah, so that makes sense for me. Um, but I don't know what the other ones are and, like, how we are not them. Yeah, I didn't um, look into because there were so many to like consider. I didn't have time. Lots but. of reading. Interesting. Okay, so last one is the Myers Briggs. So, like we said before, sixteen different personalities. They're all like a combination of different letters. So, like you can be like an ENFT or like a whatever INFP. I don't know. So, um, yeah, you want to start? Yes, and I'm damn proud of mine because I had a friend in college that made me take this personality test because she was very interested in it, and then we turned out being the same same personality, and we just talked about it for literally hours. We were supposed to be doing homework, but then we just didn't and just took random quizzes about being an ESTJ, which is the executive according to 16 personalities. Um, so the E is extroverted, the S is... a what did he say? Um, uh. Observant. <laughs> um, the T, the... Wait, where are these notes? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So the E is extroverted. Yeah. The N is intuitive. Intuitive. The T is thinking. Thinking. And the J is judging. Judging. So <laughs> the J is like so true. I'm so judgy. You're so judgy. <laughs> um... But the executive characteristics are dedicated, orderly, direct, and honest. So I am so blunt. You literally are. (laughs) I will tell Katie straight to her face that something's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. That's so true. Or, like, she'll, at camp, again, we talk about camp all the time. Yeah, that's fine. But, like, she'll, like, pitch an idea. I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, it's terrible it's so hurtful um, and, and I'm I mean a highly that, sensitive person I mean that in the best way possible like I yeah. just want to make sure you don't look like an idiot <laughs> that's um, my interest in mind my I'm an organizer judgmental again um dedicated and more likely than other types to exhibit type a behavior which we talked about I'm not a polarized type a but I am that sort of tendency I have a, I have a question. Wait, I know exactly what you're going to ask. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> do you want to answer it? Do you want me to ask it? You can ask. <laughs> what? Why does it say rice and beans under mine and buffalo and ranch under yours? So I found this article that was like, what food pairing is your personality type? So mine is <laughs> buffalo and ranch and yours is rice and beans. <laughs> What kind of rice and what kind of beans? No, I'm not your personality. <laughs> oh my god, that's Open I was to interpretation. Okay, honestly, when I because I so like we said we didn't tell each other before and like I didn't look deep into the notes. I put my notes on a separate page because I didn't want to see any of Paul's. So I just opened this and I was like, <laughs> did I accidentally like type my order? Because I got Moe's <laughs> yesterday. I got Moe's Southwest Grill yesterday. So I got a burrito bowl. So I'm like, did I accidentally like type my order into the notes and then not realize? And then I was like, wait. I didn't get buffalo and ranch, so I'm really confused. I don't. Like, that's your personality. Rice and beans, mows, it all connects. But anyways, because I found, like, little fun anecdotes about each personality type. Because, like I said, I spent, like, three hours doing this the first time I learned. It's amazing. And learned all about it. Um, so I also learned that as fictional characters, I'm most, like... Peter from the Chronicles of Narnia, which is very true because I liked his character the most. I, don't I don't, he was very literally dedicated. don't even remember which one that he is. He was the oldest brother that, like, led the, like, uh, war Oh, yeah, and yeah, okay. Like, he wasn't the little shit one. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what kind of personality he is, but I hate him. He's just an asshole. <laughs> which, and Peter and his brother didn't get along, which is true. Okay, cool. I wouldn't get along with, what was it, Evan, Ethan? I want to say it was Evan. Um... Some or like some British version of that. However, <laughs> you say Evan in British. <laughs> Evan. <laughs> it was something like that. Edmund. 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 <laughs> I told you. You're right. That is the British translation of Evan. <laughs> um. So that. So ESTJ. Um. I think I'm really. I, that speaks to me a lot. Um. When I originally took the test. There's, like, a scale for each, like, extroverted, introverted, like, where you fall on that spectrum. And, like, I was, like, very in the middle for most of mine. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't polarizing on either end. So I'm, like, who, whereas my friend, who's also an ESTJ, she is, like, very polarizing and, like, way more extra than I am. Interesting. So. Yeah, so within the personality types, it can be, like, still differences. Which is right. why this test is so cool, because it also allows for, like really like an individuality like aspect of it which is really interesting yeah so is that all you have to say about yours yeah i think so okay so mine i am infj or the advocate um so i'm 61 percent introverted true 62 percent intuitive 71 percent feeling very true 68 percent judging so that's where we are very similar because we are so, okay, so judgy so that's what it's also really funny. It's like we're exact opposites besides judging. Yeah, which is so true because that I feel like that is. Just and like so I true. think I think we've talked about this before. Is like on paper we would never get along. No, but like somehow we. I feel it yeah. I feel like we also even off paper shouldn't <laughs> get along. Like like we've just always like. I think it's important that your friends are challenge you. Yes. Yes, but, yeah. Anyway, um, and then I'm 83% turbulent, which, like, that makes me sound like a crazy person. <laughs> I don't even really know what that means either. Um, yeah, I don't know what my dash one is. I think it's a... Mine's a dash T. So that was, what, like, um... Some... Oh, turbulent. Yeah, but, like, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't. Who knows? Whatever. I don't really know. You can look it up if you want. I don't. <laughs> I could get my computer. Assertive versus turbulent. So I guess you're not assertive. Well, yeah, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not assertive. I mean, it's true because I'm 83% So you're more of a follower than a leader. Because assertive would be like a leader taking charge, right? And then a turbulent would be more of like, oh, I'll just like sort of listen to what... I feel like like it's more um, kind of like proactive versus like not proactive. So like I'm not necessarily like... I don't like a... You're not bossy. I'm not bossy. At all. You're bossy. So, yeah, um, interesting. But the coolest part about mine, which, like, when I found this out, my mind was blown. And that's why I just resonate with this one so much is that my personality is the rarest type. And less than 1% of the world is my personality type. Um, which, oh, yeah, I read mine somewhere that's, like, it's a small, it's, like, 12% of the population yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So, like, mine is super, super rare and... I guess that contributes to why I find it hard to connect with people sometimes because, like, my personality type is so complex and so just not common that um, it's it's difficult for me to to make friends and connect with people and blah, blah, blah. So, um, so we are – INFJ are the quiet, extroverted types. Um, we need time alone to decompress and recharge. Which is what we talked about with self-care is, like – yeah. We talked, like I said, that I don't really do that, but you said it's very important that you take that time. It's so important to me. Um, and that also goes along with my obliger, like my obliger tendency. It it really, all, it's kind of crazy how all of these kind of like intertwined, except for the type A. That was kind of like a curveball, but um, intertwined because like I just like try to help people so often that I just burn out. So it's important to take time for myself. So um, yeah, and it says that don't become alarmed if they suddenly withdraw, if INFJ people suddenly withdraw, which I do that. Sometimes I go through periods of time where I'm like, I just can't respond to texts. Like, I just can't do it. And, like, some of my friends are like, where the hell are you? Like, yeah, Katie will take forever to respond to a text message. And because of my personality, I'm like, where the fuck you at? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, it's like, it comes in ways. Like, sometimes I'm really good about it, and sometimes I'm terrible, and I just have to take time for myself. So my strengths are creative, insightful, inspiring, and convincing – decisive which is the only one that i don't really agree with because i'm i'm sometimes very indecisive um i think we're all like that though yeah that's true i i just like making decisions makes me stressed out sometimes so well you get stressed out by decisions i just need to know everything about the decision which is stressful too (laughs) um and then i'm also passionate and altruistic and determined my weaknesses are sensitive, extremely private, which connects to, like, me not, like, having a ton of friends and keeping, like, a smaller circle because I do. Like, I really only have, like, a handful of very close friends um, because I don't – it takes a lot for me to open up to people. Like, we've been friends for so long, and I definitely in the first, like, year we weren't, like, nearly as close as we are now, like, because I'm very, like, reserved in the beginning, and a lot of people take that for being, like, cold and intimidating. Well, it also comes with seeing each other every day. True. So we, have, we run out of things True. to talk about. True, but, like, my best friend from college, she was, like, I thought you were a bitch when I first met you because, like, you were very quiet and, like, very just, like, to yourself. Well, I didn't think you were a bitch when I first met you. You just, you just seemed, like, the quiet type. And it's true. And I am. Well, okay. But maybe you're just, you don't have that type of interpretation, but my best friend from college thought well, I was there's, a there's bitch. like bitchy and then there's like, yeah. just like the quiet kid in the corner. She just like, I think just thought I was like, like intimidating just because like I just wasn't as like outgoing as like all of her roommates. And it's like your her... 
RBF. And so it also, I have a really bad resting bitch face. So, like, really, sometimes I, like, pass myself in, like, a reflection, reflective surface, and I'm like, wow, I look angry. I had friends at school that would, because I also have resting Yes, you face, do. That would tell me that as I walked across campus, they hate it. Like, they thought I was so angry. And I was like, I'm just, like, But done. I feel like an, a crazy person if I smile while I walk by myself. Right. I just, like, get to where I'm going. I just, like. Yeah. yeah. My roommates would literally be like, are you okay? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just walking to class. My face is just at rest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, rest of my week and says, perfectionistic, true. Always need to have a cause and can burn out easily. True. That's the truest one. How many one. times can we talk about burning out? God, I burn out so easily. <laughs> we need to have a whole episode on burnout. Um, anyway, so people with advocate personality types are unlikely to go for friendships of circumstance, like workplace social circles, or chatting up their local just, like, baristas. Just, to be friends? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, like, just, just, like, start chatting with, like, someone at yeah, work if I don't really know them. Too. Yeah. Uh, where the only thing they really have in common is day-to-day familiarity. Yeah. It's like asking someone, like, oh, nice weather we're having. Like, yeah, no. no. Shut up. Like, in the... <laughs> in the... <laughs> And, like, in the elevator, like, at work, our elevator at work is, like, really slow, and I work on the eighth floor. People are in there, and I'm just, like, just, like, head nod, and then I'm, like, okay, I'm not saying anything else to you because... Just, like, small talk is just not a thing. I hate small talk. (laughs) It makes me so stressed out. Um, So, rather, I seek out people who share my passions, interests, and ideologies, people with whom they can explore philosophies and subjects that they believe are truly meaningful. Um, Yeah, and I don't readily share my thoughts or feelings unless I'm comfortable... Um, so it can take time to get to know people and for people to get to know me in that sense. Highly perceptive of others, which is so true for me. I am so intuitive. Like, my, my like, gut um, really, like, drives everything I do. And I really, like, place a lot of trust in my, my instincts and my gut instincts and my judgment of people. Usually I can judge a person and, like, have them nailed down, like, the first, like, sometimes the first time I meet them, sometimes maybe only like two or three times but i'm usually right like i would say like 90 percent of the time i'm right i have a question about that yes so is it like more your intuitive of their like overall character or is it like you can understand how that person's feeling that day because for me i can look at someone and tell they're in a bad mood or Mm -hmm. whatever and just be like and like this happened with my ex all the time she was like how did you like no i was like one i know you and two i can just like tell yeah. So, like, I'm intuitive in that way and be, like, a day-to-day thing, mm-hmm. but are you more, like, I th- you are actually a bitch, like, I don't want to get, I think it's both. I think I have a really good judge of character, like, upon, like, first impression, like, basis, and, um, but I also, I would say that I have a pretty good instinct as to how people are feeling emotionally. Um, like, I... I don't know. I like. I can tell if someone is like upset or if right. what situations are like okay to say certain things. Um, I would say that I'm pretty good about that. I'm the type of person that always asks like, "Are you okay?" And then the person's like, "Yeah, I'm okay." And like, I know you're. And not then you okay. ask again. Yeah, yeah. So definitely which that is frustrating. Um, I also absorb other people's emotions, which I think I talked about this in the self care episode. Like, I, I take on people's emotions, and I also feel emotions like very deeply. So. Like, if someone, like, if my boyfriend's, like, in a bad mood and I wake up in a good mood, then I'm immediately in a bad mood. So, it, like, it really affects me. And then, um, the last thing, oh, actually, it's not the last thing, but, um, 
Also, INFJs can sometimes feel like prophets or psychics as what they predict often comes true and that relates to your intuition. I always am like, oh my God, I'm literally psychic because like things that I say, like they, they end up happening. I used, I used to think I was psychic because I was experiencing deja vu. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's like slightly So I'm different. like, I've seen this in my dream. I know this is going to happen. So as a kid, I would always be like, I'm psychic. I'm and my actually... mom is like, can you see a diamond ring in my future? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, like I remember I would sit in class and the teacher would be pairing people up and it wouldn't be like, it was down to like me and one other person and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be paired with them. Like, that's just, no. But it would be like, I'd look around and like feel like someone I really don't like and I'd be like, I'm going to be paired with them. And then she'd be like, Katie and so-and-so. And I'd be like, well, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, that's how my life has always worked. So I, I often do feel like I'm like, oh my God, I literally predicted this. And then the last point, which um, really I think sums it all up for me, is that we are sometimes called extroverted introverts or even ambiverts. Um, they get this nickname because they can be passionate, enthusiastic, and talkative when in the presence of someone they feel comfortable with. Yeah, Katie doesn't shut up with me. Yeah, when I'm with people that I, like, <laughs> I'm comfortable with, I am, or if I'm a little drunk, <laughs> I am, We're like, legal. Yeah, we are, we're, like, we're, like, multiple years past <laughs> legal, too. Um, so, anyway, um, yeah, then I'm, like, very comfortable. I will say whatever. I'll, I'm an open book. Um, I share, like, every aspect of my life. Um, but when I'm, and then also when I'm fighting for a cause that I believe in, I guess, um, then I'm very like talkative and extroverted. So like, for example, if I was asking people to sign a petition to end animal abuse, I would be very like passionate into it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, however, I'm a true introvert because I prefer a small circle of friends to a large network of casual acquaintances, which is so true. I'd rather have like four or five like good friends than like 20, like, eh, like, they're friends, but, like, we only hang out to go out or whatever. Um, and I need plenty of downtime to recharge my batteries, which is true of all introverts by definition. So, which is very true. Did you learn any, like, fun anecdotes about your personality? I didn't. Um, well, you know rice and beans. I know I'm rice and beans, apparently, but I didn't know that they had that many. I could, like, go on right Yeah, now there's, like, like, fictional characters. Or, like, I also found that a lot of ESGJs, like, become presidents or, like, entrepreneurs. Or, okay. Or, like, Judge Judy's one. Yeah, I saw the people, and I want to say, like, George W. Bush was one, and then, like, there was someone that I was like, ooh, that's cool, but I can't remember who it was. It might have been Oprah. I don't know. Wow, you're the next Oprah. Probably, but it probably wasn't Oprah. I Oprah, don't, really don't come after us for that. Like, we love you. <laughs> um. Okay, so that is our... Okay, wait, actually, I had some questions. I'm sorry. Now my notes are all messed up. Because... Overall, which personality did you like the best? Thank you. That's, that's my question. Um, I'll answer my own question first while you get prepared over there. Okay, I'm better. Um, <laughs> I think I liked the Myers-Briggs the most because it's the most comprehensive and the most, I think, there's the most research on it. Yeah. It's like, um, and there's like 16 different types rather than like, like nine is a lot, but like mm. 16 is like more diverse. Um, so I liked, and I love learning about that kind of stuff too. Yeah, I agree. Myers-Briggs was definitely my favorite. Also, it helps that, like, the website, like, 16 Personalities is so easy to understand and, like, aesthetically pleasing right. and um, really, really comprehensive. Like, you can learn about your relationships with other personalities, how you are in the workplace, um, all kinds of stuff. And I think, too, like, Myers-Briggs is also the longest one. I think it's 100 mm-hmm. questions altogether. Yeah, so, it's like, it's very, like, comprehensive in that way. Um, the other ones were 
like probably 50 at most. Yeah. Um, so I think it's good to like have more questions and more like opinions where you can base that ultimate personality. Yeah. But I did, I did really enjoy how these all kind of like married together, at least for me, like all of mine with kind of the exception of type A, um, really like fit together and kind of like made a lot of sense about who I am just in general. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. They all like are in line with each other mostly. Yeah. It's crazy. It's true because hopefully you answered all the questions the same. Yeah. Well, okay. So for (laughs) Myers-Briggs, I remember like I, we were talking about it over the summer at work and I like had had that result like on my phone and I like lost it. So I retook the test like recently and I got the same exact result. So, like, and I don't remember what okay. I answered for the 100 questions. So, it's interesting and, like, it's very, I think that makes it pretty accurate. The right. fact that. And I do remember when I took the Myers-Briggs, it's, like, they encourage you not, because it's, I think it's a scale of five. Like, strongly agree, mm-hmm. strongly disagree. So, like, they ask you to be, like, as polarizing as you can. Mm-hmm. Like, don't always, like, go for the neutral option. Yeah. Because um, it better understands, like, your tendencies. Yeah. Um, so do you think these are accurate overall? Um, just because they're all, like, in line with each other, I'm going to say yes. Like, I don't know how, like, research-based they... Obviously, Myers-Briggs is, like, very research-based. Yeah. But I don't know how, like, actually scientific mm-hmm. they are, but it's interesting to see. And I think they were, like, correct. Like, yeah. From knowing me and, like, yeah. knowing you, too. Like, it's, like, I can see that this is like right these all made sense yeah the only thing that i had like kind of an issue with was the four tendencies was short that was a really short test and some of the questions i just like wasn't that i didn't understand them but like i didn't really relate to them so i didn't have like a good answer so i just feel like that one it was just i mean it it, the result came out accurate but like well what i didn't like about that one is like that there's only four like it's either you meet expectations or you don't and it's either inner or outer like Mm -hmm. i didn't like how it's like so like small and like it's only four different kinds it's constraining yeah um which tip a and type b is only two but yeah well apparently it's four but like like both of those i think are like can be less accurate Mm -hmm. in that regard yeah and because they're it's just a smaller pool of like options and they had less questions i think both of them had less questions so um, but I think that with the four tendencies, it's a newer test. I had never heard like of it. New, like, thought yeah, I don't process. think that it, there was much thought um, prior to this test about um, your how you react to expectations. So, I mean, I'm sure it can be expanded upon. So we'll see what happens in the future with that. But, um, yeah, so do you enjoy these ten kinds of tests? I do. I mean, I, I don't have the attention span to actually, like, take them. Okay. That's... I just, I just want to know my results. Yeah. <laughs> you just so, want to, like, just stare at the screen really hard. Yeah, and, and it just, just like, knows. It just be like, ah, you're a, you're a questioner. Yeah. So, I think that's what I just didn't like about it. But I do enjoy understanding more about myself. It's kind of scary because, like, sometimes I don't think about it, like, myself. Yeah. I have to take a test to, like, prompt my thinking. Well, yeah, and that's, yeah. like, and the problem, too, I feel like when people come across with some of these is not being, like, honest enough on them or, like, sometimes it takes, it's, like, really hard to, like, all of a sudden be thinking about yourself so critically right? in your personality. Well, I think it's also, like, based on your personality, yeah. you don't like doing that. So, yeah. like, I don't like inward thinking yeah. really. Uh, I like do, apparently. <laughs> um, so, like, these kind of tests are, like, often difficult and... and yeah. 
It's um, but I think they're very cool. I think that they're beneficial, whether or not you fully believe in like, you know, personality types and stuff. I don't. I mean, I don't really know the whole body of science behind all of them, but I think it's really interesting and important to know when dealing with other people. Definitely. Just it can like shed a light on how like someone why someone is acting the way they are. Not that it's ever an excuse, but I think it's sense. like. Obviously, we couldn't do this, but, like, I like the idea of, like, knowing who you're working with. Like, if you say, like, a person, like, you have to... You disclose your personality type. You personality type. Yeah. Obviously, that's not, like, realistic, but I think that would ultimately, like, if you had a room full of, like, ESTJs, we would all kill each other. (laughs) So, like, you need that diversity, and I think, like, understanding that, like, in a job, like, job hiring process or something like that is, like, definitely beneficial in the long run. Yeah, it would be really interesting to, like look at groups that are functioning well and groups that aren't functioning well and then take their personalities. See, I studied, like, group dynamics so also did, in school. I'm currently studying um, that, yeah. So, and, like, we didn't, like, even think about doing, like, a personality no. type thing. It was just, like, oh, like, we'll look at this group and, see, like... Yeah. Um, I think we took, like, some sort of survey or something. But I think that's so interesting to like have like disclose like you have a little name tag like hi um, i'm an infj right dash um, t and then you know not like who not to talk to Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm really not gonna like them i'm just gonna yeah like yeah yeah um so it's both good and bad because like i think it's also important just to get to know people and not mm-hmm. think about personalities all that much it's yeah. just like in real life understand them and like if you jive with them or not yeah, and I feel like also it can be beneficial for, like, romantic partners, too. Like, if you know your partner's, like, type and, like, how you might work better with them um, and, like, just to understand them, like, better. I should put that in my dating profile. Like, what kind of person <laughs> I am? Hey, a dating app based on that would be kind of cool. <laughs> it's copyrighted to us. If you make it, you have to give it some sort of royalties to Maybe us. Maybe. thought about it. Honestly, might just cut this part out <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> very interesting we're quitting podcasting we're moving into that software development <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna make an Sorry, app guys, this is our last episode <laughs> and <laughs> bye <laughs> oh wow okay and then last question should people take these with a grain of salt i kind of touched on that like you have to be really honest with yourself i feel and like if because no one wants to admit that they suck in any way <laughs> so like yeah anyway. well i also think like like i said like research wise like maybe it's not the best like accuracy or something yeah and i don't know like how i think myers briggs has a pretty solid foundation in science but i don't know about the other ones it's ultimately just like get to know people i think that's most important like don't like take a test to understand i think like that's where my view is like like actually take the time and like learn about something yeah rather than being like taking a test and then then prompting it yeah yeah yeah. I, Um, yeah i feel like the test has to come like later right if you're taking real time to understand someone and get to know yourself and then yeah and i definitely think that they're more of a tool for getting to know yourself than for getting to know other people i wouldn't like be trying to answer questions for your like spouse or something on a personality test that's i feel gotta be personal but um so yeah overall very interesting hope you guys enjoyed hope you don't think we're weirdos now that you know all the inner workings of our personalities but yeah if you don't like us now like sorry sorry we don't care (laughs) Um, so that sort of closes our discussion on personalities today. Indeed it does. So now we're going to move into our last two segments. 
finish it up. So, so we use, I think it was episode two that we talked about our segment now playing, which is what we're just currently listening to. It was episode three, but it's fine. Episode three. <laughs> All right. It was episode three. Just want to be accurate. Um, so I have another um, thing that I'm listening to or that I is new that is really interesting for you guys. So Avril Lavigne, like R.I.P., like where is she at type of thing, just resurrected. Can we talk about the <laughs> conspiracy theory about her? That she's dead? That she's, she's dead and replaced. replaced. <laughs> so that was the first thing I thought when I saw that she came up with a new single called Head Above Water. It's a bop. Is it good? It's like really good. I really like it. Ooh. It's, it's like not any of her like edgy stuff that she used to do. Is it like pop? Yeah. Ooh. But I think it's like, it's more like of those like climbing out of the trenches type of songs. Like, like when Kesha made her come back. Yeah. Or like Demi Lovato is like always singing about like her sobriety. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like that kind of song, but okay. it's been like eight years since she released new music. And that's crazy. It's exciting to think that she's going to come out with like more new music and she's or back. Or her clone is back, or whatever. her replacement, whatever. Um, she does look a little bit different, but maybe it's just like you a lack of eyeliner. <laughs> oh, so is she not goth anymore, or like scene, or whatever that is considered? I guess punk. <laughs> she's less so. Less. Like if you see the music video, she's still like you can tell be like she's heavily made up. She's and whatever. But I encourage everybody to give it a listen, give it a try. If you like old Avril, why not try it? If you don't like her at all, maybe you will like her new music. I touched her hand once. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I went to the a joint. The real one or the fake one? <laughs> well, it was in 2009, so I don't know. That might have been right during the transition Might period. have been the, her last show. I don't know. Um, Yeah, she was opening for the Jonas Brothers, and I was front row for the Jonas Brothers, and um, I did the thing where, like, ah, reach my hands up, and they run by and, like, touch your hands. If so, anybody like, has true information on the Avril Lavigne conspiracy, please let Yeah, us know. please. Like, Avril, like, please let us know. We just want to know. Where did that come from? Like, what? It was, like, a Twitter or a Tumblr thread or something. It was just, someone, like, put so much thought into it. I never actually, like, read the full thing, but I just thought it was so kind of my, funny. that's my now playing. That's cool. I'm actually going to listen to that. I had literally no idea until I saw these notes that she had come out with new music. Yeah. Which leads me to my now playing so basically, I've come to realize that I am very out of touch now. I used to be like super into new music and like finding obscure artists and like making really cool playlists. Well, now I like find that when I'm, because I like obviously I say I've mentioned before I travel a ton and I'm constantly like my commutes are like hours, like sometimes two hours, sometimes an hour. I found that like music does not occupy me anymore. It, like, I, if I am listening to just music on my commute, it makes the commute feel, like, 40 times longer. So, I've been listening to just podcasts, like, all the time. So, my brother, my brother's 14. He's been on an episode or two. Um, he, like, was telling me about some, like, song or something. And I was like, Brandon, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know who this artist is. I never listened to the song. And he was like, you're so old now. I was, he's like, what do you listen to? And I was like, I just listen to a lot of podcasts. And he was like, you're so old. And See, I was like, I know. That also happens with me too. But like, I'm, I don't, like, I still listen to music. Mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm very in touch. But at the yeah, same time, don't. no, because like, he was talking about like Lil Pump or like whatever. Like, Lil Zan, yeah. Yeah, all, like all these Lils, like who are these <laughs> people? Um, 
Back when I listened to music, everyone had a real name. Well, we had Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> Lil John and Lil Wayne. <laughs> Whatever. Why? Okay. The second generation, I feel like they should be Lil Lil because we had the <laughs> first generation of Lil's. We also had like Bigs too. <laughs> Big Sean. Big Sean. And then Biggie was Biggie was Big Papa sometimes. Whatever. Yeah. But Biggie Smalls, that's what it was. <laughs> Interesting. So at the same time, yes, I listen to new music. I'm always like, I'm always listening to music because that's what I love. So I can't listen to podcasts. But I also <laughs> feel so out of touch. Yeah. Are, do you like listen to like the radio ever? No. Okay. So yeah. Me I, I mean, now and then if I like can't get my music to mm-hmm. go or like if I really want to know what's playing because mm-hmm. like I don't listen to top 40 on Spotify or anything I strictly like make my own playlist same me too so I think I, I think it's also important to do that sometimes because the radio is like, your most your best outlet to understand what's happening in society true if you care about that kind of stuff yeah um I like listen to music I usually just save it for like um when I'm walking to class like I listen to music because <laughs> I find that if I listen to podcasts, like, I listen to a lot of funny ones, and I laugh, and then I feel like a crazy person, just, like, laughing out loud. Well, see, I feel like a crazy person listening to music on my way to class, because I'm, like, putting on a show. Do you jam? Okay, I only jam in my car. I don't jam, like, while I'm, like, walking. I jam all the time. Um, I always jamming. Yeah, so I listen, like, on my walk from the transition to my office in New York, and then I, I listen to music, like, on my walk from my car to my classes at school and then like when I'm sitting like chilling at home I listen to music so um I do listen but I'm just not I'm not in touch anymore and my like we are just old we are old and that's that was the was just funny and I think because he was talking about I don't think he could dare sit through a podcast he would probably rather die well, that, yeah I'm the same way are but you I'm literally are on a podcast <laughs> I'm such a hypocrite you have to find the right podcast for you because yeah, I right. didn't listen to them until like recent like it's been like a year I'm more of a like I'll, like, listen to it, like, going to bed. Okay. Like, people like people can speak to me as I'm going to sleep. I just, I just love to learn. I just really love to learn. And I love to hear, like, good conversations. So, anyway. um, And then, to wrap it all up, we have our last segment. Good old today's tea. Time to sip some tea. So. What's the tea? What's the cost? So, Lady Gaga is engaged to Christian Carino. Is he an agent? Yeah, I think she. He's her, her agent. agent. Yeah. So we've seen this in the past. It never works out. People. I think they've been together for a long time, though. I always thought he was. Uh, she and what John Bennett or whatever. Oh, his name? the old guy. Yes, um, I thought they were going to get married. Um, Tony Bennett. Tony. Did you know he's actually look related to me? Like, no. distantly? Yeah, he is. We Fun found fact. that out. Interesting. Um, but, like, I don't know that he would know me, personally. So Anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so they're engaged. So, congratulations, Lady Gaga, if you're listening. <laughs> really, congrats. It's really good for you. Um, and then... Hope all the best. Hope it works Yeah, out. best wishes. It's really exciting. So, the last one. I don't know anything about this one, but oh, you, yeah, you put it on here, so you want to um, take the reins. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have much to say about Lady Gaga other than... Congrats. <laughs> um, so I saw online that Post Malone went undercover in a record store trying to sell his own album. So That's he was sketchy. Like, he was like dressed as an employee and was like... How does he distract the fact that know. he's... He literally has face he tattoos. Got, he also got a haircut. So he's like done with the dread 
thing. Okay, because people were, both. like, saying he was really gross, and, like, apparently he was sad about it, but it was like, yeah. he was making himself look pretty gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I love him. But, but anyways, like... he started working as an employee at a record store, and then was, like, offering employees, like, Post Malone's stuff is trash. I'll give it to you for, like, half off. Like, all this stuff. I don't know. Is that like, illegal? Really <laughs> I feel like that's trolling a everybody. That's really funny. So that's but kind of pathetic. But also, I feel like he doesn't need to do that because I feel like people are going to buy his album or stream it or something. Funny. It is funny. I would do that as a celebrity. Oh, I do have another thing to say about Lady Gaga. Really, I don't know if they're going to have like a public kind of a wedding or anything or a traditional wedding, but very excited to see what her wedding dress would look like because she's very artsy. Made of meat. Ew. <laughs> like, just like, because it'd have to be white, so it'd be like... Ew. Oh, all right. Enough. Maybe tofu. She could Drawing the line. All right. Anyway. Um, that sums up everything. And that is that for our episode. We hope you enjoyed. Remember to subscribe on all the platforms or your favorite platform. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. And then if you have any questions, concerns, comments, you need any advice, feel free to email us at xypodcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Instagram at xypodcast. Cool. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye.